What do we start with? Uh, we've, got, we've got a spiel? Not really. It's, re it's kind of really loose. Yeah. Maybe this is just spiel. Is this our spiel? This is our spiel. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the second episode of The EV Guys. And what an episode. It's a little bit exciting, this one, isn't it? I'm still kind of on a high. Yeah. We've just recorded with some amazing guests. You can take a while, guess who they are, from what's behind us here. We're at uh, Everything Electric in Sydney. Uh, but what a great experience, what a great interview, what a great couple of guys. If you just want to go for the, fa the famous guys, probably skip forward a little bit through the episode, you'll find it. But try not to, try listen to us. Yeah, tolerate us. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to run through some things fairly quickly today, the usual stuff that we'd talk about, and then we'll get on to that. And then I think we might go and have a bit of a walk around here at the show. Yeah, definitely. For a little bit of a bonus episode. We won't do it in this episode, but a little bit of a bonus episode that we'll, uh, we'll put out a little bit to follow. Uh, but yeah, now, now first, I just want to touch on, we've had some great feedback to the first episode. Love it. But apparently we have beef. Apparently, according to the prestigious medical journal known as Facebook, uh, we, Richard and I have beef. And yeah, you, he was actually going to buy some jerky so he, we could finally have beef. Yeah, apparently we don't get along. Yeah. According to someone on the internet, it's news to me. You had, you had beef in the lounge on the way over. Did I? No, there was no beef in that. Was there no beef no, left? No, it was beef, beefless beef. It was, just, oh, it was just disappointment in a bowl. <laughs> that is that is annoying. Uh, yes, yeah, it's a, we, we, we land in that horrible town in the lounge when there's the, the, the lunch is gone and the dinner's not yet arrived. Yeah. It's the first it's world no problem. Anyway, so yeah, look, we're here at the show. Uh, we've been over here since yesterday. Big day today. You've already been on stage. How did that go? Terrifying, man. That yeah. is terrifying. Well, I tried to lighten the mood with some inappropriate humour. Um, no, I don't, am I allowed to say it? Go on. Uh, well, okay, well, I tried to explain that there is a demand for a bare-bones electric car that just does what it says on the tin, you know, like a glory hole in a glass wall, what you see is what you get. And I couldn't tell, and I couldn't see because of the bright lights, I couldn't tell if that joke bombed, um, but then I told it to Robert Llewellyn, and he laughed, so he <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if that joke I kind of feel that wouldn't pass the senses at your office. Probably not. No, I did actually no. try that once on the LDV E Deliver 3. Um, and yeah, it didn't work. They, the, um, the boss loved it. Yes. They said, yeah, I think it's hilarious, but we can't put that on. <laughs> Look, so we, we are at the other show. What's your highlight of the show so far? What have you seen? You like? uh, okay, this is weird. But right down the back, there is a Genesis electric car based off the i5. What's the model number? Do you remember the white one? Uh, the Ionic 5. Ionic 5. It's a GV60. I know. This is going to... Anyone that sees this car is going to go, oh, wow, let me Google it. Yeah. What, that? That impressed him? <laughs> yes, because it's like, it's everything I want in an interior. Mm. It's got that cream off-white. Mm. It's like it's like grandma's sitting room. It's like sitting on granddad's lap and he slips a Swerve's original into your did, mouth. Did you see the transmission shifter as a crystal ball? Yes. 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 I, I want that. And, I mean, who doesn't want crystal balls? And matte white paint. I would not want to be yes. looking after that for too no, long. No, I know, I know. It's already, they're going over it with a, with a little oh. brush to try and get all the smudges off it. Ooh. It's a show car. But to look at it, I'd love it. To own it, it would drive him mad. Imagine parking that in a car park. Yes. No. Yeah, yeah. There is, I understand, one or two of them in New Zealand for testing, but I'm just not sure that the Genesis brand would have enough volume in New Zealand yeah. these days to kind of... I asked the rep. Yeah? He said, no, there's nothing happening in New Zealand. No, so. no, no. Yeah, I think I think Hyundai want to focus on selling what they've got. You know, we are, we've sometimes got to accept the fact that we are a small market. I know some people say, well, oh, it's just these people keeping all these wonderful models for us. 
Well, no, people are going to make money yeah, yeah. when they bring these into you the country. If you buy enough of them, they'll go through all the compliance and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So it's. I think that's the reason why. I think similar thing with the uh, Renault Megane E-Tech. Did you have a look at that? The well, new one that's just yeah, unveiled. Yeah. Not a bad looking car. Yes. Not uh, a bad looking car. Same, same, it's the same company as Hyundai and Genesis, actually, in New Zealand. I understand they've got one there, but it's kind of on hold. You know, Could they move any without the clean car discount? Mm. Do they, again, just want to focus on selling Ionic 5s and Kona EVs and, and that kind of thing? It's, uh, I guess, a tricky decision for some of these companies to make. I mean, I've got a couple of highlights. I think I had a look at the Ionic 5N. That just looks... Yes, I'm going to drive that in a few wicked. minutes. Can I come and watch? Yeah, you can come yeah, along. Yeah. If we can squeeze you in. Not, not that you're a big guy. I mean, no. <laughs> we can stop. I'm not going to have to soap you down. No, I don't. There's a mental image you, you don't need. Um, me soaping down Richard. Uh, but no, no, let me see this out. Uh, he won't, I know. Never. Uh, but uh, no, if we can if we can squeeze you into yeah. paperwork, yeah. Let, I think yeah. I've got to fill out a form to take a passenger, but yeah. Uh, I asked the guy if I, can, if I can put my foot down a little bit, and he said, if, if I ride with you, you'll be okay. So I've, I've re requested that guy. Now, so the other stuff I like was uh, the BMW RX2. Now, you weren't a big fan. I think that car looks really cool. Um, it's, I know it's kind of just like a sporty coupe kind of BMW, BMW iX1, but I really like that. And I really like, and I know I'm a bit of a weirdo, the LDV E Deliver 7. Okay, no, I'm with you there because yeah. I, I saw it for the first time this morning. Yes. And when you said LDV E Deliver 7, I imagine the E Deliver 3, but bigger. Yeah. Now, this is, imagine a, a, a good looking like the Hyundai mm. iLoad. Yep. But with the size of a high ace. This is the perfect tradie vehicle. This is the yeah. perfect electrician vehicle, perfect plumber vehicle. It's kind of, it's kind of somewhere kind of, it's, it's if you, basically if a, a high ace and a Volkswagen Transporter went on a date, that's kind of it's it. It's their offspring, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the annoying thing is, is I've been speaking with the local importers in Escape, and at this point, to quote, they have uh, no current plans for bringing in the Eagle of a 7. And I'm like, say what now? Because... That car, or that van, would I think to do so well? I think, yeah. Especially considering there is a such a waitlist for hiaces. You've got some other vans in the market, whether they're really big or not, or they're not very big at all. Uh, and this thing is the perfect size, I think, for New Zealand. Three hundred plus k's range, an LFP battery. We all have LFP batteries. Three seat cabin, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's I perfect, don't know. perfect, perfect solution. Yeah. But why won't we see it? There's, yeah. there's someone, nah. I, I, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in that, in that office when they make that decision. I think we will. I think not yet. I wonder yeah. if they're working through stock from... There's a new distributor they've taken over from the old one. I wonder if they've got a lot of stock of the old vans they're going to move or... I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. No, that's but, got mass appeal, that thing. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, we've got a few more things to look at. We've got the talks that are going on. There's really good stuff here. I do recommend that if you're in Australia and you're watching this maybe on Saturday morning, if I can get it done, uh, and you've got some time, come down here. If you're in New Zealand, they've already said it's going to be here in March next year. I'm going to be back. It is such a good event. Yep. Uh, probably nice if there's a few more cars here, but I think overall really interesting. And there's the still room. There's still room yeah, for more yeah, cars yeah. there. More conversions. There's, there's, a, more conversions. there's a PHEV down there. Oh, uh, yeah, we don't talk about that. Um, the, <laughs> it's like Bruno. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, there's also a couple of Kiwis here. There's a few uh, from the industry floating around, and also we've got stands from uh, Hikatron, uh, the company out of Hamilton that are working on I've just announced their tap-and-go uh, AC charging, and they've got those clever cables where you plug in and it works out it's your car and builds you based on your cable. And then you had a chat with Ed from... Evnex. Evnex. Yes, yeah, no, good to see them there as well, because I've got, I've got an Evnex charger at home. Mm. It's, a, it's a great charger. I can't say anything bad about it. Yeah. It just works. Yeah. And it's solar diversion as well. If you put solar panels on there, 
middle of the day, suddenly, oh, it's registering enough electricity being generated by solar, let's divert it to the car instead. This is brilliant. And it's all such a slim device. Okay, yeah, you get the idea. I like my charger. So what Gavin's saying is that these solar companies out there that want to throw him a few uh, solar panels for his house. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Dear brand, <laughs> which would be well, I love you. <laughs> anyway, that'll happen. That'll happen. Right, so that's the show. Uh, as I said, we'll do another episode with a bit of a walk around from that. But before then, we're going to run through a little bit of news. I'm going to go and turn my computer over here oh, just yeah. to pull up no. the first story. Oh, your computer's locked. There we go. Yes, exactly. Okay, I didn't get to go to the launch, so you tell me all about what did I miss? So the Emoda E5. So Emoda is Cherry, one of the bigger Chinese brands yep. in China, but I think Cherry as a name may have a few little issues in New Zealand from its past entry. Uh, and so they've gone with the Yamoda and JQ names. They're going to have a lot of electric and plug-in product, particularly PHEVs, but they're starting off strongly with an EV, and that's the E5. So it's an electrified version of their C5 SUV. Funny that. Okay. You know, combustion that 5 and the electric. Oh, I'm sure the seat is down for combustion, but okay. for us it does, and the E5. So you're looking pretty much at a pretty close competitor to the MGZSEV and the Addo 3, kind of halfway in between in pretty much every respect. So... Five seat, small SUV class. Uh, it has a 61 kilowatt hour lift the, uh, LFP battery. Okay. I love LFP. Uh, 80 kilowatt uh, DC charging. The charging ports in the front. Okay. Uh, three phase 9.9 kilowatt AC. Okay. Which is a nice bonus. That's interesting. Yeah. It has a frunk. Okay. Everyone knows I applaud a brand. Okay, so, so already it's got that above the. Yeah. Uh, the BYD and the MG. And here's this for something that you just do not see in the small EV market. It has a spare tyre. No way. Yeah. Now, the car that they've got here at the moment, the first test car, has a full-size spare tyre in it and still a flat load floor, uh, but the production ones are going to have a space saver, which is better than nothing and definitely better than a tyre repair kit. The only electric vehicle I've ever seen with a full-size spare tyre is, well, it doesn't, I don't think that counts because it's not a car, it's the Peugeot e-partner. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. and then... There's the the R uh, the the e-tron down the mm. end. There's some of the e-tron models have the collapsible, collapsible tire, but that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So yeah. to have a full size actual is it full size or just space saver? No, so it's space saver. Space the test car's got a full size, but the car production cars have a space saver. Space saver is good. I like that. Yeah, I seriously like that because yeah. I've run out. I've got a flat tire in, the, in a fancy press car, <laughs> and I ended up having to put it on a on a trailer, on a flatbed truck. And yeah, I don't think the company in question liked me for that. Yeah, I don't think you're fine. I think you're Reckon? fine. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've talked to me since. I've had the same. <laughs> I've had the same. Uh, the, we were up north in the Audi uh, e-tron GT and went over the railway lines in Kawakawa. I've been over the same ones. Yep. Split a tyre. Oh, didn't do that. Yep. <laughs> Immediately the tyre went down. And uh, being a premium car and Audi being a premium brand, their solution was to tell us to grab a taxi on us, go to lunch. And basically, they put a e-tron SUV on a truck in Auckland, oh. drove the truck up to Kawakawa. That they put uh, the GT on there, and we got the e-tron to drive back down it. Oh, see, oh. they gave me the company in question gave me a t uh, the offer of a two hundred dollar taxi voucher mm. to get back home. I was in Kaukopakopa, in the middle of nowhere, and I was too, I was too guilty. It's like, well, <laughs> I, I put a stone in your tire. I'm going to take the bus. So I got the tow truck driver to drive me to the top <laughs> end of the the northern busway in yeah. Auckland. And then took a bus all the way home. It was a, it was a long night. Yeah. Should have just taken a taxi. Yeah. My middle class guilt. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's that. Uh, you get a V2L adapter with the car for free. Okay. Uh, they're going to have, I think, two spec levels. Um, I don't know what the actual differences will be. 
There is a smaller battery option, but they're not going with that at the moment. They're just going to do the big battery for okay. now. Uh, so yeah, nice interior, a lot of leather, a couple of big, huge screens, climate control, air conditioning, all that kind of stuff. I had a few. It looks, it looks really premium. Probably some of the plastics are a bit hard and a bit flexible. Okay. But overall, a really nice look. The interior, hint of kind of Merc Range Rover to it, but Merc. It's AliExpress Merc Range Rover, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, but weirdly, if people know, you know, the industry maybe might hold together better than Range Rover. But anyway, I didn't say that. Uh, no, but we're all thinking. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so pricing-wise, sitting between a, uh, they're suggesting it'll be sharp between an MGZDCV and an Addo 3. So I'm guessing about oh. 55, maybe. And physically, it's about the same size. Physically about the same size. Um, I think it's a bigger boot than a Addo. But a funk. Um, and a frunk. Just a little frunk. Frunklet. Yeah, a little frunk. Enough for your cables, enough for a couple of six-packs. Okay. Yeah, but any frunk is better than no frunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Ah, see, I was invited to that launch, but I, <laughs> I had to do other stuff. Yeah. So that is arriving. The first cars or demo cars, maybe even some for sale, is arriving really soon, March. So we don't have to wait long for that car. So Okay. Yeah. I've got to book in a test drive. Yeah. So you can go to my YouTube channel. And there's a walk around on that now, but I'm sure he'll have some hilarious video driving at some oh, point in the very near future. Oracle, you, you, you always get ahead of everyone. I, I take your crumbs when it comes to electric car reviews, so I'll take whatever he lives over. Just leave it un unlocked at the end of the driveway. Now, if we're going to talk about something that we did break first, uh, and yeah. that is that Zika is coming to New Zealand. There was a lot of buzz around this, and we'd heard some stuff about it going into Australia, but you know, everyone's going, well, how do you find out about this? And they had, so I just thought, well, let's go to their website the website they have a media contact link and uh so i went and emailed the media contact said is zika coming to new zealand if you don't ask you don't get and they said yes <laughs> so okay so so i i know nothing about zika yeah what is it so zika is basically part of the it's part of the geely group and it's the uh kind of teenage offspring of volvo and polestar yeah so and and, and literally the name is a Pushing together somehow, I don't understand. Oh, is that of, where they come from? Of Generation Z and Geek. So I think we are Zikas. Are we Gen Z? Oh, no, I'm more tail-end Gen X. I'm Gen X, I think. Yeah, we're tail-end Gen X. Yeah, yeah. It's the ignored generation, which I'm fine with. I'm not sure I'm not sure there's any Gen Z then that could potentially afford a Zika in New Zealand, even if it is cheaper than a Polestar. Generation Z and Geek. That's, oh. Anyway, so they've got... They've, they've suggested in, all of their models are built for international standards, so they could essentially send everything to New Zealand, which means they have a small uh, electric sports wagon, a little station wagon, okay, okay, sporty wagon, a small SUV, which is basically the same car as the Volvo EX30, which we were kind of pretty keen about last okay. time. Oh, the, the little one? Yeah. Oh, I like the sound of that. Yeah. They've got a larger SUV on the way, and they have a... People Mover, the Zika 009, which is also going to be the Volvo E something around the 90, the Volvo electric People Mover. So they're sharing a lot of platforms and stuff, I think. No, it's, this, it's, the, it's the SEA platform. So it's the same platform that you got in the Polestars that are down the show floor here. With the transmission tunnel? Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it'll be the second generation one, I think. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, we'll see. Will Zika have... Uh, have uh, transmission tunnels. Stay tuned to his channel to find oh, out. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's next? Your screen's gone blank. Oh, no, 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 it's, it's fine. <laughs> this, yeah, this is how this is how the uh, potato is peeled, guys. Yep. Um, 
the uh yeah so so that's coming we don't know when i suggest suspect late this year i know they're fishing around for local partners they've actually started advertising for staff in australia so if you really want a job oh. in the industry go and apply to work for zika in australia um it is not the disease and it's a bit of an unfortunate not. one yeah yeah uh, it's an unfortunate name isn't it yes call it the, the encephalitis yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah so that's zika on the way to new zealand you can check that out on the website somewhere it's all out in the other place yeah now, you had to go buy a potato when you get here. I did. I that did. makes you a f you're sort of a farmer, really. Uh, I'm getting somewhere here. Stay with us. <laughs> stay with us, caller. Yeah. What, what do farmers need? Uh, nitrogen. Utes. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> different, different, different. Tank. I went a long way to get there, didn't I? I went a long way to get there. All right. Tell me, Richard, what is coming in the, in the form of a ute? Yes, so the BYD ute. Uh, it's, we, we, we talked about it last time, but there's even more stuff being leaked in China. We've now seen a video of the interior. It looks really funky. I'll pop it up on the okay. screen. No, I haven't seen this. So you've got a couple of big screens. You've got some like big, chunky grab handles and switches. Really spacious. The ute itself looks a lot like a Ford Ranger. I was just going to say, the minute you said grab handles, I'm thinking, well, this is kind of Fordish. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. Ram grab on tight handle yes so that's uh that's interesting so it's a little while on that that'll be coming soon i mean would you drive a do you want an electric you you do you live rurally uh i won't lie when i drove the the it's not the best example uh, it's the the et60 yes it's I, I i can't deny i liked the this is going to sound shallow but i like the sort of the tough feel of driving yeah. a U. it yeah. does it feels good yes it feels i can't deny it. i love little cars but but that felt real good. Yeah. Enough about utes, though. I want to hear more about the BMW wagon coming. What is it? Yes, yes. So, so it. I'm driving the BMW i5 at the moment. Yeah. We're going to think. It's coming as a station wagon. So you're going to be able to get a hot German station wagon. I'm got. All electric. Is it? Oh, ooh, okay. Yeah. Whole new ballgame. I wonder how it compares to the Skoda Enyaq. Well, it's going to be about twice the price. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's just ignore the price for a sec. Let's just imagine we've won lotto. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I, I, I love a station wagon. Who doesn't love a station wagon? So to get kind of that i5, kind of that high high performance ish station wagon in electric form to me is pretty is pretty cool. Do you have any specs? No. Well, it's going to be pretty much the same as what we're seeing now. So you're going to get all wheel drive. You're going to get 360, 370 odd kilowatts, a sub four seconds zero to one hundred time. Hopefully, some optional two-layer roof racks because you've got to have those on your yeah, station course, wagon course, yeah. or roof box. Uh, it'll certainly scare some of those Audi uh, wagons at ski fields. Um, yeah, oh, let the electric wars commence. Yes, exactly, exactly. Now we've had a bit of a unfortunate spin-off from the ruck thing. Have we heard this? Have you seen the story floating around? There's some people threatening to basically remove the plugs from the PHEVs. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. I actually know now. I know what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's. Oh, it's just saber rattling. It's people finding out that in some situations that uh, they're going to be paying more or less, depending on their drivetrain or vehicle, than another form of transport. So, so I tell you what, I'm going to turn my plug-in hybrid because it's going to cost me more. I'm going to turn it into a completely pure electric vehicle, or sorry, pure combustion yeah. vehicle by removing the charging capability. And well, first of all, that's not going to work logistically it's it's, no. it's not designed to do that no. you're going to ruin the vehicle yeah, yeah. you'd have to recertify it, wouldn't you well, the, well that's the other fact i don't think you could i think but well maybe if you like completely stripped away what it was and modified it and turned it to some home-built weird thing and spent thousands of dollars recomplying it through the uh lvvta group 
so, who are pretty smart to catch this kind of bullshit. Yeah, so this is basically, um, I went off on a tangent at the start there. So this is basically people who have, say, uh, Mitsubishi Outlanders mm -hmm. that are tired and yes. they only get 5Ks per charge, yep. for example. Yep. So and they find out, well, now I'm paying road user charges, even though I'm only, I'm only yeah. driving 5Ks on electric. So yeah, so they want to try and remove the electric components from yeah, the yeah. vehicle. Which... But the, the thing I would say to people is just hold fire, just relax. Yeah. You know, we're in this situation where we've got a bit of a bum deal at the moment in regards to uh, ruck on electric and PHEV versus the cost of, say, a hybrid or a petrol. But it's not going to last forever. Exactly. Ruck's going to go on to petrol at some point. Um, the minister's pretty convinced he's going to do it. So, yeah, we kind of have to just hold fire until that happens. And I, I think we mentioned the customers. Speaking at a fleet conference soon, and the thing I'm going to say to them there is, look, don't panic. You know, as long as you use your EV correctly or your PHEV correctly, you're still not going to be, you're not going to be losing. It's only if it's being used badly or yeah, 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 that's problems. going to be a problem. Yeah. If you're using it the way you're supposed to, you're going to be fine. Uh, but uh, it, this will not last for long. And if you go and panic and dump all your electrics and dump all your PHEVs now and go and swap into petrols because oh, it might be cheaper for the moment, well, in a year's time or a year, two years' time when Ruck comes on petrol cars, you're going to end up stuck in the absolute opposite direction. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, for, yeah. for, I should guess if we have an Australians, any Australians watching, Ruck is road user charge, it's road tax. Oh, yes, road user charge. It's basically what Victoria tried, Victoria tried to do, but way more expensive. Uh, it is fair. It's, we're going to pay our fair share of road use. $76 per 1,000K. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Same with uh, the diesel. Yeah, basically. And I think once they bring it on, it'll be a bit more weight adjusted. But we've just got to hold fire and don't panic. Don't, yeah, don't Everyone panic. else is going to feel the pain eventually. Yeah, we're all going to suffer together, you know. <laughs> now, uh, last thing off the, off the thing. We'll cover it off quickly because it is a bit of a selfish one. And that's EVs and Beyond put out its EV of the Year awards. Go on. Ent uh, entertain me. So, the small EV of the year, MG4. Great car. Good choice. Medium, uh, medium EV of the year, BYD Seal. Good choice. Large EV of the year, Kia EV9. Premium EV of the year, BMW i7. Love that car. Commercial of the year, Ford e-Transit. Very good van, and Ford have got a lot of vans coming. And drum roll, please. Bang, bing, bang. This sounds like me dropping cutlery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our EV of the year was the BYD Seal. It was very, very, very it close. Do a drum roll. <laughs> It was very, very close between the two. And the thing that kind of kind of got it over the line for me was you go for kind of like the reasonable spec MG versus the kind of similarly spec base model seal, and the gap's pretty small, yeah. and I'd still go the seal. Don't know about you, I'd still um, go the seal. No, the seal is it's a luxurious vehicle. Uh, other than the charging issues we both had, yes, uh, I, can't, I can't fault the car. And I believe they're getting those fixed. So what we're talking about is there has been some issues in a few cars where they are, I guess, rapid-gating. Rapid-gating. <laughs> <laughs> they're just not having a good time on their first charge after a very long drive. But my understanding is that basically there is a software fix imminent for what is, I gather, a very small percentage of the cars. And uh, I'm going to hold uh, BYD to that um, to make sure that they do actually get that sorted because... Yeah, we don't need that kind of stuff floating around. Nah, but otherwise, come up with rapid gate, a rapid charge. Uh, like, no, that's a that's an old thing. That's oh, that's oh, okay. a leaf term, isn't it? For is hot it? leaf batteries. Oh, that makes sense. No, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Long hot leaf battery summer. Long hot leaf battery <laughs> summer. Oh, yeah, two more from them later. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> right. So look, that's the news. Now let's get on to what we have been driving. EV nine. Ooh. That was that was. I mean, you've driven, of course. Yes, I yes. drive everything. Yeah, seven years before I do. 
but the EV9 was uh, surreal. In fact, the, the Kia guy asked me what I thought you know, when I dropped it back off. And of course, you know, they want to hear a good news story. Uh, it just so happens that there's not a lot of bad news about the EV9. And sure, it's a monster. It's a behemoth. But to take a 2.6-ton vehicle mm -hmm. and make it reach 100 kilometers an hour in six seconds, like th imagine the stresses on the drive shafts and the suspension. It's staggering. And then the fact that it can corner incredibly for its size. And, of mm -hmm. course, it's got seven seats and a lot of room in it. It's got every gadget you can imagine. It's, and it's a remarkable vehicle. And it's energy use. I, found, I did a road trip and found the energy use only a little bit above 20 kilowatt hours per 100 kilometers. Yeah, that's about what I got. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. pretty impressive. I don't get how you've got some cars, small cars that are doing, you know, 18, 19, and that thing can do 20. Yeah. Are they, it must have like a 200 kilowatt battery and they're just lying to us. Well, to a kilowatt hour. Kilowatt hour yeah, yeah. Well, that was, was it just on, was it 99.4 or something, the kilowatt hours, the battery? Yeah. That thing? It's staggering. What's interesting though is because it's got so much mass, um, it's like if you're just cruising, you take the regen braking off, take your foot off the accelerator, it just keeps going to the point where you think, oh, cruise control's too long. <laughs> no, I did that like two or three times. Cruise control, oh no, it's not. It's just got so much mass and it's so streamlined. Like even though those wheels are really square and chonky, and, and the Kia guy was mm. telling me that, yeah, they've lost some efficiency because of those wheels. Mm. They've made it up in other areas, yeah. streamlining it, just so they can still keep those cool wheels. Because yeah. I, I have a different take on those wheels. I think that for New Zealand family use, I think that top one has 21-inch wheels, 22? Yes, 21-inch, I think, yeah. I think, and then, and then the lower specs have correspondingly lower wheels. I want the top spec with the, the mid-spec wheels. Yes, just get a little bit more range. a little bit more comfort. Oh, okay. A little bit more comfort. Range, it's got enough range, no issue at all. And it charges, I mean, I think I saw like 230 kilowatt charging on a, on a charge net unit. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, gosh, I can't remember what I got. Yeah, it was, it, I, never, I didn't quite get to peak, but it charged quick for a size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's a great car, except for one small thing. Go on. You, you didn't pick up on this as well? I probably did, but I'm still buzzing after. What do you think I'm about to tell you? Uh, that's not the cost, is it? Because it is bloody driver awareness. Oh God! Butter. Sorry, I'm thinking of something. Yeah, absolutely that, right. It's it's oh, if it's you awful. are not looking dead ahead, constantly the driver monitor, which you have to turn off every time uh, you start the car. Yep, and the speed limit as well. Bullet at you. The speed the speed alert. The when you change speed zone, you go from mm. 50 to a 70 zone. Ding. It's there's there's also mystery dings that I still haven't quite identified yet. That you're driving along and and the car was going ding. You look at the dash, but there's no message. You can't ding at me. It's like an abusive relationship. You can't tell me I'm wrong without telling me what I've done wrong. Oh. It's 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 sinister. It's that's and I said this in the review video coming up soon. That it's the one thing that would stop me buying the car. Yeah. The driver awareness thing. And look, I'm hoping they fix this this in software. I blame ANCAP to be honest. Uh, it, it it is so sensitive that yeah, you got to look straight ahead. You glance at the stereo a few too many times, you look away. It tells you I what. think it gives you like three chances, three alerts, and then it'll just stay on to the point where I had to pull over on the side of the northern motorway, turn the car off and turn it back on again okay, to they, get it to go I must have fixed that because I didn't have okay, that problem. That's, okay, okay. I was, really, I was early on the list, so maybe that's, uh, that's why. But uh, yeah, look, I'm sure I have great faith in Kia. They're a great company. They'll get that sorted. But that is just... It's like arguing with R2-D2, eh? So irritating. <laughs> so irritating. Uh, anything else in the driveway for you? Uh, well, um, as of today, the MG4 X-Power video has gone out. That was fun. That was stupid. Mm. What? A, it's a ridiculous car. 
awesome car. It's a ridiculous car. It's it's so stupid, but I love it because it's it's so unnecessary. It's it's the it's, it's totally necessary. Power and acceleration is a safety feature. Okay, then we'll just placate him. Just assume he's right. But because I'm I'm familiar with the uh, MG4, we all are. We've all driven it. So to get in there, and visually the MG4 uh, X Power looks mm. exactly the same inside. Different pedals, whatever, slightly different upholstery, but it looks the same. But then to put your foot down to overtake and far out, it's <laughs> thrown over the balcony. It's it's brutal. It's it's a neat car. Like same zero to one hundred time as a Ferrari F forty, but this thing costs seventy grand. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> Interestingly, they've got here, and it's landed in New Zealand now, and I'm waiting to drive it soon. Hopefully, is the long range MG four. Ah, oh, yes, seventy seven kilowatt kilo model. Yeah, okay. Yep. So that's going to be interesting because that car probably goes quite a long. I would way. say so, but. Is it too little, too late, or too much, too late? I don't know. Yeah. What's the competing car that's gonna that's gonna compete with? Um, let's look at a seal, for example. Yeah, seal. I guess. Yeah. Yes, rear wheel drive seal. Will that so go? What's the price? What's do you know what the price is? I can't remember from MG's website. Yeah, I can't. I think I think it's still a little bit cheaper than that mid range big battery seal. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you know, Dolph uh, B1 has anything anything off the hatchback class that can reach that. Um. Thing but... is, if you had the money, if they're, if they're only a few grand apart. You'd go with a seal, wouldn't you? You would. You would. Unless you do need that hatchback style car. You know who will probably go that that long range? Fleets. Yeah, I suppose. Fleets are probably interested in that. You know, put a sales rep in it. They want a hatchback, something more practical. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they don't really care that the guy, the staff may want a nice big luxurious sedan. Um, yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested in that rear wheel drive seal too. I'm driving that to Christchurch in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. I'm going to try and do I'm, I've got a funny feeling I might do that trip with very little DC charging. We'll oh, see. Yeah, we can, can we'll see. We'll see. I did the towing test with one. Oh. I'm going to tow my Allegro. Oh. I, I did the same thing with a standard test yes. with three. Yes. I'm going to do the same with a, the longer range. Um, Interesting. The, the softer suspension, the seal should make that a little bit nicer. And it should maybe. do. Yeah, it should do. Yeah. I won't have to do yeah. you know, 77 k's an hour on the slow lane this time. Yes. Now, what have I been driving? So I have had basically the same cars as last time. I finally handed back the BZ4X. I'm going to miss that car. I know... Screw the haters. I love that car. No, I kind of, I kind of, having driven the Solterra, yep. which is sort of the same car, I kind of see, last podcast we did, mm. I yep. was unconvinced. Yep. I haven't driven the Solterra. Now I kind of get where you're coming from. Yep. It's a neat car. It's, 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 it's not neat. It's nothing flashy. Yeah. It's nothing silly. doesn't do anything over the top. It's probably best in class and nothing. Would, but it's comfortable. It just, it, Button yeah. for everything. Drives well enough. It's okay. I want to hate it because it would be, fun. It'd be fun. Yeah. But it's, it's all right. Yeah. I can't, I can't hate it. Yeah. So, if you really want to hate on it, that's fine. But maybe go and have a drive in one. Yeah. Um, probably you'll have to deal with a salesperson who doesn't know much about it because they're probably <laughs> ramping that up. Uh, sorry for saying that, Toyota. Um, not sorry. Uh, the Subaru, similar thing, I guess. Slightly lower spec, but slightly lower prices as well. I think the Toyota looks better to clean that motion red that, that we had in the oh, yeah, yeah, car yeah. That looks, I'll put that up now. That looks pretty darn slick. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I'm going to miss the BZ4X as a day-to-day. -day. It's been fantastic. Uh, I've just had the BMW i5 as well. We've got that at the moment. That's really nice. Really aggressive full steering. Yes, that was cool. Range, probably not what I was hoping for, maybe. But four-wheel steering, come on. Four-wheel steering, yeah, exactly. Like we pulled into the, into the airport to, to come here. 
And you did a, you know, it's like, as you're pulling into the car parking space, I thought, oh, he's, he's taking that, oh, into the entry, entry gate. I thought, oh, he's taking that. Oh, hang on, let's pull the steering. Let's see what happens. Sure enough, that back gently pulls out. It was, it was, a, it was nice. Yeah. Pull the steering's cool. So, and then coming here, we've got a, a, a Europe car, BMW i4 rental car. Oh, yeah. So tell good. us about what we were supposed to have. A Kia <laughs> EV6. And then we turned up and they're like, I'm sorry, sir. Someone's damaged the EV6. Here's an Audi A6, thinking we would be impressed being handed the keys. Yeah, yeah, he said it proudly. Here's, here's and I'm going, yeah, nah, bro. So we waited for an I4 to be put across. Yeah, it's like, you, you really want an electric car, don't you? It's like, well, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I still highly recommend renting electric vehicles because you don't have to fuel them before you drop them back. Yes. And wasn't that cool going in that tunnel last night? Oh, if you've been to Sydney, and you'll know that there's from, from the airport all the way out here to... Gajamaraja Wallabadingde and whatever they call it. Yeah. Sydney Olympic Park. Sydney Olympic Park. Yeah. There's like 15 minute, and I'm not making this up, 15 minutes of tunnels. Mm. Perfect, seamless tunnels. Four lanes in each direction? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's like you're playing a computer game because you've got the contrast, the black roof, the nice white sides, yeah. the markings. It, it's so cool. And I, I would have thought a tunnel would be cool. I can't yeah. believe I've turned, I've it. I've become old. It was great. We, we cruised down there. I think you've got a clip we can probably put up. Yeah. I had... I had Jamiroquois, Jamiroquois deeper underground cranking, great tune for a tunnel, uh, and uh, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. I like the i4. It's a 35, which I think we get in New Zealand, so it's a little bit cheaper, a little bit lower, lower down the 35 spec. different. What's well, rear wheel drive? I think versus I think the 40 is oh, all okay, okay, okay. drive. I don't hold me to that. I I don't know everything. Much lies. Shut up. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, that's been good. Highly recommend renting a car. Europe cars are great service. I probably say that Europe Car does some advertising with us, uh, but uh, they look after us. Well, in fact, if you go to the, go to, I think, europecar.co.nz forward slash partners forward slash EVs and beyond, you can get a discount. I'll put the link somewhere down below. Not for promotion, just because everyone loves a discount. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was great. Do you know what that, what that car at the EVs and beyond, Tempting Off-Road is for this trip? For two days? Yeah, what, 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 what? Do you know how much it costs for two days with that car on our special rate? Uh... I don't, I'm scared to say a number because I don't want to sell your good reputation. Um, 200 bucks a day, 300 bucks a day? 140 bucks for the whole trip. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, that is, that is actually pretty good. That's so, very good. Yeah, exactly. So it's considering it's a 70 dollar Uber out here, that's, that works. That's actually, that's pretty good. And you get to drive an EV, an EV, flash EV. And it's a nice EV as well. Exactly. Exactly. Jeez, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So you, Rich has kind of sold me on, um, uh, valet parking because you get up to the airport because I just take the bus because I'm a tightwad but we pull up to the airport with, with, with bugger all electricity left in the tank and that works out to be actually what, how much was it for the valet parking for, for two three don't, don't ask it's expensive okay, but, right. but my but if anyone's if it listening you'd understand the con well you may have heard the concept on social media lately of girl maths right so girl maths is and I'm sorry it's a terrible sexist term but I think girls invented it uh, it's you know like <laughs> It's justifying spending more by there being a smart aspect to it. You know, I think one of the ones I saw recently was, I just made 150 bucks by doing Amazon returns on my online deliveries. But you spent $300 on online deliveries yesterday. No, but I made 150 you, you bucks. Made, yeah. 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 So my justification, this apply, I use this a lot in electric, electric vehicles, is sure, I could save some money by work, walking further for the parking at the airport, but by going to the Coru parking, they charge my car, Fast charging that car to full from nothing is probably going to cost me about 50, 60 bucks. So that means I'm justifying spending the extra on the parking. Right. Yeah. Same with my accommodation. If I'm traveling, 
if there's a flash hotel with charging, a little bit more expensive, I could justify staying somewhere flasher because I'm getting the money back on the charging. I like it's this EV place. maths. I like this we, we need we need to own this term EV maths. EV maths. Yeah, yeah. So you know, a little bit of luxury because you're saving money on the gas. Right. So that's that. Now we have something so exciting. Now you're going to see us shuffle some chairs. We're going to bring in our special guests, uh, and that is uh, Robert Llewellyn, the founder of. Uh, fully charged in the Everything Electric show, and uh, Elliot Richards, their China correspondent. This was fun, wasn't it? Oh man, oh, I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna sleep tonight. This is that was just so cool. They're such cool people, though. They're not just putting on an act. They're such nice people. They really, oh, they love what they do here, and and it's infectious. Yeah. The enthusiasm. Right. Well, let's uh, let's like clap our hands and and bring in the guests. Maybe do a drum roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, quick pause in the video here before we go into this great interview, just for a couple of notes. Now, we got word that we were going to be filming these guys very shortly before the interview happened, so it's a bit of a rough setup to film it, but the content's still great. I've kind of cut myself off, and I'm sitting in a bit of a fisheye lens, so please don't think I look that way. Uh, but anyway, the content is exceptional. You'll love it, I promise you. Now, just a quick word from our sponsor, evfinance.co.nz. Obviously, if you're watching this, you're going to buy an EV at some stage. Now, when you do, you've got a couple of options to pay for it. You can use cash. That's great. Love that. You can go to your bank, but they're getting harder to get finance for. So if you're not doing either of those things, then go check out evfinance.co.nz. EV Finance are great supporters of ours. They have put together an amazing panel of lenders where basically they'll take your information, work out what the best finance option is for you, and get you a really good rate and a fast approval and fast settlement. So you can be driving your new EV really quickly. It's really easy, just go to the evfinance.co.nz website, fill out a form and they'll go through it, they'll get in touch and they will get you into your EV as quickly as they can. You can buy private, you can buy new, you can buy through any dealer you want. They are really great, really flexible and they'll do the best they can for you. So go to evfinance.co.nz, right onto the interview. Right, so as we hinted before, we have a couple of really special guests today on the show. Yes, I'll look over, over there. We've got Robert Llewellyn and Ellie Richards from Fully Charged. Thank you so much for joining us on the EV, guys. Thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. And, and uh, no, good. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us. Now, to, to steal a line from one of your characters, can, can you believe this? <laughs> It is difficult to take it in what's happening here, and it's and it, today is just a classic example of my stupid. When am I going to learn? I was so anxious this morning that you know there was going to be eighteen people coming, and then we saw the queue. It went right round the building. I now I've got to remind myself that it's all right. You know the the, 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 the people do come. It's a really have been an amazing day. It's been an incredible turnout. Is the is the energy positive? Or fear? What, what are you feeling when the doors open? I, mean, I certainly think so. Massively positive. Yeah. I think the Australian show has shown that everyone here is so keen for this transition. Yeah. And you just feel the energy radiating from the crowd. They're so enthusiastic. Yeah. I felt yeah. that too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you started the channel back in 2010, was, was this kind of your end game? I mean, what was... <laughs> <laughs> the end game was to, 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 to not ring too many young people go, how do I make the YouTube thing go up on the thing? You know, it was really on the very, very basic level. No, I had no idea that anything... And I mean, the first episode I put out still today has had about five and a half thousand views, you know, so it's never, it was... And it had 800 when I put it out. If that, I don't even know. What, what was the episode about? It was me in a, in a Tesla Roadster. And, a, and an IMEV saying, 
they probably are useless. Mm. This might be a difference. And, I, and also trying to explain, because the one thing I knew about then, because I'd made a, a broadcast TV documentary about it, was the oil, how the oil industry works and how we don't know, as the general public, the, the amount of energy that's used to produce a gallon of gasoline mm -hmm. and the amount of electricity that's used, you know, all those things. So I tried to explain that, that it isn't just, it doesn't just come out of the top. You know, it has a, an enormous journey with an enormous impact before you even put it in your car. So that was kind of a big part of it. You know, five now thousand people have watched it. <laughs> right. Now, you two have a very similar EV history, I think. There's a particular car you guys have both spent a lot of time I, with. You had the iMev. The iMev. Yeah. I had the Peugeot Iron Clone, which is it's essentially it's the same, the same, no, same yeah. thing. It's just the yeah. iMev and drag. But uh, I I put a kitchen in mine. I don't know if we can insert this into the video. Wow. I put a, a functional kitchen in the back. You know how tight the boot is. Running water, fridge, everything. <laughs> I'll put, we'll put a picture in the screen. I'll and a diesel heater as well. We don't talk about that. <laughs> that was emission accomplished, that one. Yeah, yeah. no, the heatsink was never, never got. I think no, I, I put some shopping in the back of mine. I think that's uh -huh. as near as I got to a kitchen. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I love that car. And I, yeah, yeah. This works, yeah? Yeah. No, it's very simple. Time, you know? Yeah, yeah. So one of the big things about the show this time I've noticed is this broadening from being just about electric vehicles yeah. to being everything i mean it's literally in the name uh, i mean how big do you think that is of the electrification process going forward do we need to move from being car nerds into being everything nerds? a sense it is that and i think it's those simple facts that you that i never thought about in well, i don't know 40 years of driving combustion cars was that i would go to all this effort and hassle of making of getting a car and then i wouldn't touch it for 95 percent of the time i had it it just sat there a, you know, a, a dead asset, and and uh, and when you then realise that an electric car can be, and it's taken a while, but I did see this quite a while ago, can be used to power something else. So uh, Nissan were really the first people with a leaf, well, the Chadamo adapter, yeah, the yeah. Chadamo, and use the Chadamo protocol, you know, to power something else. And then you go, oh, so you could use it as your battery at your house. I mean, it's that little step that you might then use that vehicle that you buy. 40% you know, of the time you own it, or 50%, which would make a huge difference, which might mean that we need less cars, which would mean we'd have more room in our cities. You know, all those things about car sharing, how, how you use you know, our relationship with cars. I think that's the big question that came up for me really early on as I started to think about what, what this whole thing was about. So it very rapidly stopped being an electric top gear. Mm. I think it might have that might have been in the background yeah. when I first started it. It was like, oh, I want to do one that's about electric car. <laughs> so that I can say Jamie Clarkson is an idiot, <laughs> which he is. But then it's kind of grown beyond that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing how far I, like I know I said this last time when I I, I apologize, I poked you and said you were real. Um <laughs> that's right. I, I've replayed it in my mind a hundred times. I'm so sorry. Uh, um, it was a gentle poke. It was it was a it was a this is real poke, you know. Uh, um how far your channels come. Like, yeah. Well, what particularly, you guys have done, though, basically, you... since Elliot's joined. Yeah, basically. That's what I have to accept. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> it's come from lipstick cameras in the car. Yeah, yeah. To, to you know, Broadway productions. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was dancing. It's very high end production. It is amazing, isn't it? I mean, it has grown. And in the last sort of five years, it's really been, you know, if you look at the, the view counts for the first sort of seven years, it, it was barely, it barely registered on YouTube's thing, yeah. but now, now it's gone like that, so yeah. It has I think as a creator, once you can afford an editor, you know you've made it. Yes. Because yes. <laughs> yes. thank you all the editors of this world, that's the most terrific bit of content yeah. creation. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Elliot, to New Zealand, the Chinese market's incredibly important. Because yes. 
we're not big on our expensive cars. We can't all afford BMWs as much as we love them. How fast do you think the Chinese market is running? I mean, the products out of there just seem to be amazing that we're seeing now. Yeah, so I actually heard from a CEO of an electric car company who told me that the de development time for an EV in China is eight months mm -hmm. from the CEO saying, I want a sedan to being on the market is eight months. Eight months. I mean, in European terms, of what yeah. the market I know would be five to seven years. Yeah. The British Leyland to shame it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess the question is, is that a good or bad thing, though? I mean, sometimes yeah. there could be some hit and misses from that, I guess. Yeah, of course. So, you know, I think the quality thing is largely fixed now. I think the quality of Chinese cars is, is good. You know, it's on par mostly with legacy automakers. I think that um, the, the, the issue is there's just too many EV manufacturers in China. And what's happening, what we're seeing now is a lot of them going bankrupt. So there's a car company called Weltmeister. We did one of their first videos for me. Yeah. Uh, they went bankrupt last year. There's another couple of companies who are looking at bankruptcy right now. I don't want to name them at the moment, but there's so much consolidation. And the issue is that automakers in China are just throwing out these ridiculous things in press releases, like uh, our car has a drone that can follow you. It's like, I don't care. No, I, don't like, care. I don't need that. <laughs> but it's all, it's all about that. And it's, there needs to be some consolidation. Right needs to be focused on things like efficiency, uh, sustainable materials, um, just, you know, repairability, repairability you know, sorts of things. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to happen in the next 18 months to two years. We've just had confirmation that we're about to get Zika in New Zealand. Should yes. we be excited about that, Brent? Not the virus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you should be uh, very excited. They're very good cars. They drive exceptionally well and they offer something different because they're from Geely. Use the same platform as the Volvo. Yeah. Um, they just offer something a bit different, a bit more quirky, but they're very good driver's cars. They will probably be quite expensive though. What, what do you mean by quirky? Are there any so gadgets and things? On the Zika X, uh, that's their kind of small SUV crossover thing. They all are, right? They've got a screen in the front, which so you can then move to the passenger side. It, it, there's a rail, but on the European version, they don't get that. So it's only on the Chinese version. So if you get that in New Zealand, I'll be really jealous. <laughs> Oh, here's, here's hoping. Now, what are the chances we'll get, we'll get fully charged or everything electric to New Zealand at some point? I know we're a little market, but we're a very passionate market. Yeah. It took Australia a long time to overtake us when it comes to outright EV numbers. Yeah, yeah. No, I know you're- Are you gonna hop a, across the Tasman? I would, I mean, I would absolutely love it. it that, it's really down to the, the team. So, I mean, I've said it before, and it is a sort of boring cliche, but if I organized these shows, there probably would be one in New Zealand, but it would be in a field the wrong side of, the North Island and no one would know it was there and there was one tent and it would be raining. So, you know, it's good that I don't organise it, but I'm sure that the team, I think we'd love to do it. And it's how we expand the team is, has to, we've, it's a really difficult process to grow a company. That's, that's the one thing I've learned doing this is, and I'm not capable of, so Dan, my partner, who's the CEO of the, of the company is just knows how to run a company. And it is that we can't jump you know, for too much because then you fall over and, you know, so we've got, and we, we're on such a delicate balance with budgets, you know, when it's like, you know, that people go, oh my God, you must be making a fortune. <laughs> we really are not making a fortune, but we're surviving, which is, I think, an incredible achievement. Well, Gavin, are you ready to, to audition for the, be the New Zealand host of their videos? You know, no, not with the joke I said on stage. <laughs> if you could open with a joke like that every time, the job's yours. Look, we were promised five minutes. I think we've gone well oh, over yeah, that. Th yeah. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Thanks for coming. And thank you, Alan. Thank you. Right, so how was that for you? Uh, uh, I want a drink now.
<laughs> I, think this, I think I might have a cigarette. I don't smoke. <laughs> and then you've got to go and maybe do a wee bit of an acceleration at a clearing oh, yeah. end. So, Frankie, what time is it? Yeah. I've got to go driving the home, though. It's, uh, it's so about three minutes. minutes okay, yeah. It's at the far end of this thing, so I better go. So, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for joining us. Don't forget to like, subscribe, all those kind of things. It really does help us if you are watching us on a regular basis. Uh, and, of course, we will put out a bonus episode with a bit of a walk around here in the next couple of days. But we will see you in another couple of weeks on the EV Guys.